It's time now for the complete story with Rich and Dick Bott, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here are Rich and Dick Bott with today's complete story. Well, well, I'll tell you what, Rich, what are the most important issues of our day? By the way, good to be in the studio with you again. Well, thank you. I, I saw a uh... Uh, Friday, Poxitani Phil said that's going to be six more weeks of winter. Oh, yeah. Well, Friday was Groundhog's Day. Well, we'll see. We'll see how that works out. Well, well, probably uh, will be. Honest to Pete, you go to an animal like that and see if he sees the shadow, and then you think you know what's going to happen. But spring and summer are indeed coming. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. That'll be a good lead-in. Uh, when I'm shaving in the morning or sometimes whatever I'm doing, do you know what pops into my mind is a chorus that I learned as a child. Um, I wonder if we are teaching children any longer the fun little choruses, uh, lifting their hearts and reminding them who really is in charge, who really knows what the future is going to bring what the weather will or will not be. And I'll tell you, this is one of those little songs that was ringing in my head just yesterday. Here it is. He's got the whole world in his hands. 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 He's got the wind and the rain in his There you have it. Isn't that wonderful that those little kids, those little kids joyously were singing that out? I was trying to remember the hand motions well, to go with the, that. You know, because you learned it as a kid, too. And you're not a kid anymore, are you? No. <laughs> All right. Now, another thing I heard in that little song, he's got the little tiny baby in his hand. Mm-hmm. You see, that's where it starts, folks. It starts with conception. Do we need to go back to the to the Christmas story and find out where God's plan showed us perfectly the human the human journey starts with conception that's right. where Christ was in the in the womb of Mary so let's not forget that now while we're on that subject and I don't want to stay there today but I sat and watched the US Senate vote cast their vote 
on whether or not there should be a pain-capable protection bill so that a little baby, when it's old enough in the womb to feel pain, would be protected from that. Because a little baby, where the mother and the father and everybody wants it and it has a little problem if it's going to be operated on in the womb, mm -hmm. they give it anesthesia. Right. So the baby doesn't feel pain. But you see, this pain-capable, um, what, what was the bill called? Yeah, the pain-capable abortion ban bill. And I, now listen, and I sat there and I watched, listen to our listeners here in Missouri. Now, right now, I saw Claire McCaskill cast her vote against it. And so help me, Hannah, every Democrat cast their vote against it. You talk about compassion. You talk about care. You talk about a, having a heart for people. And they cast their vote against it. Right. So and, they were voting for the continuation of killing babies oh, even after they're able to feel pain. Well, absolutely, even after they feel pain. And let me tell you this, uh, as, as, as just a decision that they want to make, it has nothing to do with any— any requirement of some uh, emergency problem or anything like that. And I'll tell you another one that I watched. It was Tim McCain who ran as a, as a running mate with Hillary Clinton in the last election. What is his name? He's Catholic. Oh, See, so is Claire McCaskill. Well, I, I, saw, I saw a listing of 14 senators who claim to be Catholic that voted for the continuation of killing late-term abortions, well, I tell you what, late-term childs, in the, in children I'll in the womb. i tell you what, I didn't know. Well, we'll get into that later. But so Claire it's the McCaskill, denial of what their church teaches. Let me tell you something, folks. The newspapers in Missouri, the Kansas City Star, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, the newspaper in, in, uh, in, in uh, come on, Rich, help me. Springfield? Yeah. Springfield. See, they, oh, they love Claire McCaskill. And I'll tell you what, they're on, they're doing everything they can to... Uh, to cripple uh, Josh Hawley, who's a real pro-life, a solid Christian, and so on. So as I will be watching oh, that great from time to time. And I'll tell Supreme you, when Court. I heard those little old kids now just singing, he's got the little tiny baby in his hand. That really made me think of that. Now, at the end of the day, we can. See, I got kind of heated up there for a minute, didn't I? <laughs> you did. You got up on your soapbox. But you know, but you know, at the end of the day, we can thank the Lord for saving our soul. Here oh, yeah. it is. I come to you today I really do not have anything to ask I have no request to make I just I just want to say 
this one thing. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. Now, Master, if you never did anything else for me, except what you did that day at Calvary. That'll be enough for me to shout about for at least 10 million years. You see, one day when I stand before the angels, I want to say, thank you, Lord, for giving to me Thy great salvation, so full and so free. puts it right where it belongs, doesn't it? Doesn't it? For each and every one of us, each and every one of us, sometimes I don't think we have a grateful heart. I don't think we give thanks to the Lord. Uh, when someone we're praying, we're kind of too many times asking for this or asking for that or all that sort of thing, but that kind of set it straight. Just be thankful and for what he's already done. Yes, yes, indeed. You know, but that that rendition of it uh, bothers me just a little bit because I always want to sing it so rich and free, thy great salvation, so rich and free. That's the way I learned it. Yeah. And in this one, they say full and free. I don't know why they changed the words. Well, I don't know. It's both. It's rich and it's full. It is. It is both true. It's complete. That's what it is. Now, you know, Rich, when, when we're broadcasting this program, I always wonder, well, where are the people right now that are listening? And some of them, I suppose, are in their automobiles. I kind of envision people maybe on a Sunday morning getting ready for church. And so they're they're getting ready for church and they're shaving or they're showering or getting all dressed up to go to church and that sort of thing. But wherever you are, wherever you are, and you hear this program, it's for you isn't it? Yes. Can I give the listener comment line? Well, yeah. And, and by the way, and, and, you, and we've said this many times, uh, the listener comments that come in on the telephone, they are transcribed. And then those transcriptions, the transcribed versions, well, they come to us and we read them. And from wherever they are, we'd like to have a few more listeners from Wyoming. Could I say that? And I love to hear from the people in Rapid City, South Dakota. Mm -hmm. That's where Fisher Furniture is. Oh, there, yes. Wonderful family. <laughs> the Fisher family. Bob there. and Rita Fisher and their whole family up there in Rapid City, South Dakota. But wherever you're listening, and we, we have a lot of new you. listeners in Keokuk, Iowa, for instance. We'd is like to hear, right? from, hear from some more of you Iowans from Keokuk and oh. uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas as well. A lot of great listeners there. But anyway, we, we'd like to hear not 
not just about our complete hey, you know story what? program, We've which is always nice, but also... If you know what, Raymond Ridge, I love to hear from our listeners in Texas. Yeah. I don't know. That just thrills my heart when somebody calls in and says, hey, I'm listening way down to Texas mm-hmm. or... Longview, or Tyler Wayman, area. You know, or out in California. Now, that Central Valley of California... From south of Fresno all the way up to north of Modesto. And into the Sierras. Some of the most And all the way up people. to Sonora. We hear all about California this and California that, and there's plenty of nasty stuff that's going on out there. Well, as it is everywhere. And, but there's some wonderful people in California. Well, I and know we in, have wonderful listeners and let there. let me say this. I and, know in that we, Central Valley there sure is. Oh, absolutely. And we love, we love uh, our California listeners. Sometimes, you know, when we're critical about some of the crazy things that are happening in California, we don't mean to offend our listeners because... Oh, well, you know what? But they know it. Of course. Hey, they know it. Uh, they know it. I mean, California, but we're talking... They've got some, we're talking some difficulties to overcome We're there. talking about the Bay Area, San Francisco, Bay Area, talking well. about the... Look, anyone we're talking to in California, they already know the good, the bad, the ugly. And, and their state legislature, their state governor, well, and, that, all yeah. of that. Well, but anyway, know. enough of that. 1-800-345-2621. 1-800-345-2621. And what I would really appreciate having a chance to hear would be some comments about some of the favorite broadcasts that you listen to every day on Bot Radio Network and the, the programs that are really feeding your soul with the Word of God. If you can share some of those or, testimonies or and stories with listening? us. Hey, let me say this. Are you telling somebody else in your town, in your church, wherever you work, uh, to listen about Radio Network in that. Oh, and that's very interesting, to, uh, very important, Dad, for people to include Bot Radio Network as part of your personal witnessing plan. So as you share your faith with others, encourage them to listen to yeah. Bot Radio Network where, the, where they will hear the Word of God. Now, when I was very young, I remember listening to the Blackwood Brothers, I think it was, Quartet. I mean, they were kind of one of the pioneers. And they had a bass singer uh, in that quartet. I think that was Blackwood Brothers. Was it the Stamps? Well, it could have been the Stamps, but his name was J.D. Sumner. I remember J.D. Sumner in the Stamps Quartet. I mean, his voice would go down so low you couldn't believe it. You just waited for the windows to start rattling or something. J.D. Sumner, and what a Christian. What a testimony he had. But I didn't realize that the young man named Donnie Sumner was either his son or his nephew. I'm not sure which. But Donnie Sumner, you see, I guess that musical talent kind of ran in the family. And then he started singing as a youngster and a young man. But he got kind of full of himself. He thought he was a star. And so he started to get off the reservation. And he started to go wandering here, there, and elsewhere and picking up habits he shouldn't have had and uh, drinking and drugs or all kinds of things. That's always a sad thing. That's always a sad thing. But Rich, you know what? We worship the God of second chances. We worship the God of second chances. And when I realized that Donnie Sumner was related to J.D. Sumner, and then I heard his testimony... I wanted to share it with our listeners. Here it is. Donnie, it's good to have you back with us. I'd like for you to just give a word of testimony where you've been. 
during my time in gospel music, I wasn't necessarily what you might refer to as a shining example of Christian living. I had illusions of grandeur, and I left the Stamps Quartet and thought that I had enough talent and I could be the master of my own destiny, and I got off in another kind of music. I found myself with my own group, Little Billy Blackwood over there. He was our drummer. He's about the only one in the group that didn't jump the fence and run off in the wrong direction. Billy, my hat's off to you, buddy. But my daddy was a preacher. The one thing I didn't ever want to be was a preacher. Didn't ever want to be a preacher, didn't ever want to be old, and wound up being both of them. <laughs> and I got off in the drug culture, and for about six years, I progressed along that endeavor, gave it my very best, and I wound up in 1976, hopeless drug addict. I was doing over $200 worth of cocaine every day, taking handfuls of quaaludes smoking up to a half an ounce of angel dust by myself. Had unsuccessfully twice already tried to take my own life and overdoses of cocaine. Because you can make it if you've got a little bit of ability. We live in a good country, and if you're determined, you can make it. But somewhere, some rain's gonna come, and the wind's gonna blow. And unless what you've built is based with Jesus, it's gonna fall. And I waked on a Saturday morning before Labor Day in 1976. And my whole world had crumbled at my feet. My home had been irretrievably broken. My health was ruined, my money was gone. My friends didn't want to be around me because my mind was all messed up all the time. To make a long story short, I eventually found myself 28 floors in the air on a little celebrity sundae just outside of Elvis's suite on top of the Las Vegas Hilton. And, uh, I was trying to get up a nerf nerve to end the problem I had created for myself. You can't blame your problems on nobody, and you can't go back and redo them. And God saw that a long time ago, and he let his unspeakable gift hang on a hill of Calvary. And he said, if you just back up to it, I won't let you go back and redo the other side of it, but I'll let you start right there and do it all over. And I didn't have nothing but to bring him with a messed up life, but for nine years my father had made a vow with God that if he let him see my salvation before his death, he would eat one meal a day and pray two hours a day for me. And for nine years my daddy ate one meal a day. It wasn't daddy that saved me, but it sure was his love that kept the light of God bright enough on my path so that when push came to shove, I could find my way home. And to make a long story really short, that morning, Saturday morning before Labor Day in 1976 in Las Vegas, Nevada, the spirit of the convicting power of God's Holy Spirit settled out on me and showed me this wasn't no time to end it. This would be an excellent opportunity to start it. And the God of my fathers, who I had left a long time ago, saw me coming a long way off and with arms outreached, came running toward me. And it didn't matter that I had, it didn't matter that I had abused my abilities. It didn't matter that I had let down all of my friends. It didn't matter that I had dishonored my family name. The only thing that was important was I said, I'm sorry. And he said, it don't matter before the foundations of the world were ever laid. I said, if you knew that, I'd forgive you of it.
you did, and I have. And he reached down into a horrible pit that morning and picked me up, dusted me off, cleaned me up, reached over to his war bow of righteousness, got a whole load of his righteousness and placed it around my shoulders, set me down square on the rock of himself, established my comings and my goings, and turned something brand new out loose on the world. I look the same, maybe I act a little bit of the same, but I'm a new creation down in Christ Jesus. Everything that I am, all I'll ever be, what I've got, all I'll ever have. To God be the glory for it all. I love all of you. The devil or nobody else can hang none of that trash around my neck no more. Donnie, we love you too. And it's good to have you back with us. Wow, wow, Donnie, what a powerful we, testimony. Donnie, we love you, too. Mm -hmm. And it's good to have you back in the fold. It's good to have you back with us. Isn't that a wonderful testimony? That reminds me of the parable of the shepherd and the 99 sheep and the one that had strayed yeah. and how he went to pursue the one. I know there are people listening right now, and that's the situation you're in. Oh, my word. Come on home. Come on home. Give Avery your life Rogers to would say, come to Jesus. That's right. Oh, right then I thought, you know, Donnie Sumner recorded a song that really fits right here. When he met the master, that's what he's been talking about, and here's the song. Like a babe, when it cries for its mother. Like a child, as helpless and alone. But then I met the master And now I am one of his own And all things were changed When he found me A new all around me For I met The Master And now I belong To Him And when He came to me it's like a blind man walking in the darkness. The Lord on the inside. How I long for some light. In King Jesus. And I met the master. And now I walk. found me a new table all around 
the master that now I belong to You know, Rich, Bot Radio Network, we're in our 56th year, right? Right. 56 years ago, Bot Radio Network was formed, and the purpose was then and always has been that that message be carried over the airwaves for everyone who's ever listening to know that that that's what we want them to accept and um, that's what it's about now uh, in addition when you become a Christian then you start looking around and saying where can I help somebody where can I put my my oar in the water so to speak and my shoulder to the wheel and to vote and take an interest in my community and absolutely you see be a, a citizen of that town that country that state that knows why they vote a certain way and they believe it because it's what's in their heart and they want to transfer that uh, into the community and take part, take part in this country we call America. But it starts out with a good bath. It starts out with a good cleaning up. It starts out with forgiveness. It starts out when the Lord washes all the old past away and you know what? This particular song, I think, fits perfectly because there's nothing better than when the Lord washes your eyes with your own tears so then you can see clearly. Here it is. He washed my eyes with tears that I might see the broken heart I had was good for me he tore it all apart and looked inside he found it full of fear and foolish pride he swept away I saw the clouds were silver light and now I understand twas best for me he washed my eyes with tears that I might see My eyes with tears 
that I might see the glory of Himself revealed in me. I did not know that He had wounded hands. I saw the blood He spilt upon the sands. I saw the marks of shame and wept and cried. He was my substitute. For me he died, for me he died, and now I'm glad he came so tenderly and washed my eyes with tears that I might see. Yeah. By the way, the complete story is archived on our website, isn't it, Rizzo? That's right. Somebody want to hear this program again or any other complete story, why they go to the website and then they find it. We don't have to explain that. we got to get out of here. 1-800-345-2621. 1-800-345-2621. That's the listener comment line. All right. This is Dick Bott with my son, Rich, and we're in the studio for to do this program for you folks as a public service. I'll see you later. 